0: to umami manga i'm one of your hosts petter and with me i've got my co-host james
1: hey how's it going
0: and today we're talking about volume 8 of the kaguya sama love is war manga i don't know what to say before we get into it do you have any opening thoughts opening words
1: just that i i think this may be one of my favorite volumes so far and just Ooh. in terms of character relationships it, not necessarily romantic but just you know relationships in general and mm. the comedy that's in here i think the chemistry between the student council right now is on point. Yeah. So, I think yeah, I think so far this probably is my my favorite volume. Awesome. Um yeah, in terms of that.
0: Very well. Uh as usual, we'll go through the characters, talk about them one by one, then we we'll, then we'll talk about the comedy and then we'll talk about the romance in this volume. So, let's start with Kage Shinomi as usual. At first I didn't think like when I started taking notes uh for this volume I didn't end up taking too much for her but then it kind of toward the end of the volume kind of that's where I somehow got uh, sort of caught up <laughs> with notes about yeah. Kaguya um one side I thought was pretty nice that we saw of her this volume was that she she felt bad about using um I's old notebook like mm-hmm. the the bell marks from that and like cause she understood that was a sentimental had sentimental value to yeah I. Uh, and so she felt bad about that, and that that's something that's not typical of Kaguya, I feel, and I think it's it it shows that she, you know, it 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 shows her her sweet side and it, and how she genuinely cares, about right. you know the people around her.
2: Yeah,
1: and she values you know, Hayasaka's uh, sacrifice, for lack lack of a better word. Yeah, y- you know that she's con- she's considerate of, of the the sentimental, thing that. Uh, Hayasaka gave to her so mm. I think that was yeah really sweet and um, good to see but I, I, I'll i have more on that when we talk about Hayasaka herself yes another relationship that was really strong and I debated where I want to talk about this but I guess I'll split it up between the two the Chika and Kaguya moment There, there's the the chapter 77
0: yes Chika Fujiwara wants to find out
1: correct this is so, so so good for me there's two uh-huh. times that i that i kind of cried mm-hmm. reading this volume and one was with the I, I, I suck i don't know i just felt that moment was just so strong for me mm-hmm. and then this one where you know they kind of have they have a misunderstanding and so it, come becomes a little bit of a fight but then they then they come into an understanding or at least kaguya understands that chika would more or less die for her. Yeah. And Kage herself thinks about it and says and basically says that her she values the relationship that they have. She might treat her with disdain at times uh just, <laughs> you know, for reasons, but at the end of the day, not having Chico around would be would kind of crushing, I guess you could say, mm. uh to to her. So I uh yeah, I, I like seeing that, especially since, especially in the recent cha- uh, volumes, it was a lot of kind of not hate, but you know maybe not the best of feelings thrown at Chica, and I, yeah. I felt like she wasn't being appreciated as much, um, yeah. and that and that goes into the the cover as well. When I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, that's <laughs> cute," you know, Chica. And uh, Kaguya together. Wait, is she choking her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, nah. at first, that threw me off. I was like, I don't know if I like that. And then I read this chap, that chapter, and oh, okay. I I feel good about this. It, this makes sense. And, I mean, it's it's hilarious. It's hilarious, and I and I love it for that. Mm. But it 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 kind of embodies what their relationship is kind of like. Yeah. And to be able <laughs> to see Kaguya show her appreciation. Or realize that she does appreciate Chika was uh, great for me.
0: Absolutely. Like first of all, I, I also love this uh, volume cover. I think it's hilarious, and you can get a little bit of a better view of the actual image at the very end of the volume, kind of like mm-hmm. like right right after the the final chapter of the volume, uh, where you can clearly see that Chika is actually embracing Kaguya in, like in a hug, and Kaguya is just putting her hands around her her <laughs> neck. <laughs> Uh, So like it's just really funny, but uh, but also like this chapter was Definitely one of my favorite chapters this this volume Mm. Uh, Just so beautiful how we get to see just how much these two characters value each other as friends and um, And I thought it was nice to see that you know when when Kaguya for a moment She was under the impression that Chika also liked Miyuki Mm -hmm. Um, and during that moment in her head She didn't start cursing Chika like she has done in the past, you know. Hmm. Uh, Instead, she tried to, you know, weigh the like her options, like what should I do here? And she kind of came to the conclusion that she kind of values her friendship with Chika just as much as her romantic feelings for Miyuki, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: which I think is a huge thing for her. So so then
1: she plays dirty in order to in order to keep both of those, <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, like ultimately, <laughs> at least still. try it tries to. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I still thought it was really nice because I mean she she in the past like we haven't had too much reason to think that Kaguya cares a lot about Chika. Mm-hmm. I mean I think it's clear that they had they have a bond and you know they right. they've been friends like Chika is Kaguya's oldest friend and. And you know all that, so that much has been clear. But I think with this volume, we really get to understand just how much both of them care about each other, and that is a lot. Like they care a yeah. lot about each other, and that's beautiful to see. I think.
2: Yeah,
1: indeed. We also learn through Chika about Kaguya's mom, and Yes. we get a name from the doctor, right? Isn't that Isn't that where we get? Uh, the, yes, I. I it's yeah, pretty safe to assume, at name. least
0: that's. Yeah, I think that's it. The um, and then Nayotake
1: or yeah i i didn't actually write it down but mm. I, I assume that's what it was yeah. um but also de- from chica that she died and had medical issues i guess you could say mm. um so it, it's interesting side that we haven't seen like we we've seen glimpses of her father we understand he's kind of cold hearted yeah. the Shinomiya away but um we never heard anything about the mother, so it's it's nice to finally get something about that. And it's it's sad, you know. I was ho- I wasn't hoping, it was death. I was that separated. I guess I was just, you know, maybe she was just like the father. But hmm. it's sad to, yeah, you know, sad that at a young, such a young age she lost her mother. Yeah. But the other side of this is, Chika mentions that Kaguya has health issues, like when the season changes. Like she said, it has a frail body. Yeah. But then it but then it kinda turns into a joke, you know, she's not really sick, she just well, she has a different kind of sickness, love sickness. Yeah. And I mean it was great for the joke, but then I wonder, so is it is it true that she has a frail body and is that gonna play a part in the story at some point where she has some illnesses to deal hmm. with? I I don't know.
0: Maybe, I don't know. I don't know either.
1: But I thought that was potentially interesting information
0: yeah for sure and i mean that was that was so dramatic that whole thing when kaguya suddenly collapsed and Mm -hmm. like i I remember the first time i read that part uh i I was like oh shit oh no like this is this can't be good at all
1: i'm gonna be Uh, honest with you i knew right away it was it was she was just (laughs) love struck i was like (laughs) man i don't believe it for a second i mean i believe like the mom and frail body whatever it's like this is a total Uh joke and it turned out to be i was like "Mm." (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <Hold> yeah,
1: <laughs> but I, uh, I mean i obviously i laugh too
0: i mean yeah it, it, it is a really funny chapter at the doctor's office and all that and how Kalkia just you know she, she keeps insisting that uh it's a heart disease and that she's not in love uh which mm-hmm. by the way reminded me of the 10cc song i'm not in love i don't know if you've heard it it's like a 70s song really good
1: 10cc song I mean, sometimes I've heard the songs, but never the <laughs> band name. You know.
0: Oh yeah, I, I'm sure you would recognize this one if you heard it. Uh, but anyway, anyway, um, yeah, it was a it was a great great chapter. Another part I thought related to Kaguya that I thought was kind of, I mean, funny not not funny enough so that, that so that I would put it under the comedy section in this discussion, but you know, uh, still funny was when she was talking to Nagisa and Nagisa and oh, and, yeah. and she she thought of Nagisa as being complicated and i just thought it was so funny coming
1: from kaguya right i i agree she's such she's so in denial on that, that aspect i think i think miyuki would be the same way like i guess they're, they're kind of similar to that they don't acknowledge how complicated or high maintenance they, oh yeah
0: they both could be exactly yeah
1: i think that's all i have on kaguya
0: all right uh i have one last thing on kaguya uh and it's that and we this is something that i feel like we've touched on in a lot of our volume discussions so far and it's how kaguya you know she keeps denying that she's in love or that she likes mm. miyuki uh mm-hmm. and you know she even did it in the doctor's office in this one uh mm-hmm. however in the last was it the last chapter the one with miko ino um yeah yeah oh yeah uh where miko ino confronts her at the end and she questions her like about about her feelings about miyuki and at this point, she doesn't say straight out that there is nothing there. She says that she doesn't know how she feels about him. So I think mm-hmm. that's that's a that's a step in the right direction. She is slowly but steadily starting to acknowledge her feelings for Miyuki. Like she doesn't confirm it yet. Like she doesn't say yes that right. she does. But this is definitely a, you know uh, a good step in the right direction.
1: Well, you know I like how kind of thoughtful the answer is it's not a yes or a no it's how right. can I tell you when I, ha- I don't even know myself and yeah. it's obviously that that conflict in her is still raging on that we saw was it was it last volume or volume six I think it was it was volume six wasn't it mm-hmm. the you know she had like the inner monologue between herself when she gave the cake
0: oh yeah yeah to
1: <laughs> to Miyuki so that kind of battle is still raging on in, inside of her
0: absolutely yeah I so. think so
1: yeah, that was, that was a good point thanks for bringing that up
0: yeah so i yeah i uh, I look forward to the day when maybe she will finally acknowledge it <laughs> mm. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, uh moving on to Miyuki, I'm really sorry to say that I took very few notes on him
1: same oh <laughs> same i mean look he he was he did his role I will say that it does i mean there there are moments he has strong moments in each of these volumes, but you know. He hasn't had too many like strong showings since the fifth volume i think I, yeah. well i guess I guess last volume where he helped out miko that was that was pretty good, but besides that mm. i mean he's still he's still a good character, but there's nothing yeah nothing terribly new, you know what I mean
0: yeah, yeah, yeah exactly and honestly i I think I struggled with this like the past two volumes too, like to find stuff that I thought was noteworthy kind of Mm -hmm. about him Uh, i mean i I think we've ultimately been able to talk about him a decent amount but uh but i mean maybe this might have been the hardest one the hardest volume yet to kind of find kind of new stuff on him uh throughout Uh, because i mean he he was part of a lot of like gags kind of Mm -hmm. and stuff like that um the only thing the only thing i took note of what that was that we learned that his family eats a lot of bean sprouts (laughs) that's the only thing
1: i wrote about him (laughs) it's a little bit embarrassing uh. um i didn't write that but that is yeah i mean he did collect (laughs) a lot of those bean sprout things well you know they're they're cheap and yummy according to him now i do like bean sprouts but i would not eat that much (laughs) Yeah. Uh, i mean i guess it depends how long he's been collecting yeah he secretly likes shoujo manga Uh, Yeah, or at least secret, or at least this one, this masterpiece. Right, he
0: starts to uh, maybe he he will start reading more of it, like those Torcesaurus manga. After this, I don't know.
1: I mean, they had that whole chapter where they were kind of like living out their Sojo manga fantasies. I love Uh, that. uh, (laughs) So yeah, maybe he'll start reading more. And the other thing I wrote is he actually in in that chapter. Well, I guess that was kind of good segue. Segue. In that chapter, he actually invites Kaguya to the aquarium. Oh yeah. And then he gets rejected. You're right. You're right. So, I mean, hey, that's really great progress for him to, (laughs) you know, invite her to go somewhere and not worry about, you know, if she's going to say no or not per se and worry about that battle. But then he does get rejected. So, I don't know. I hope he doesn't take it too hard.
0: Yeah, although, to be fair, he kind of was under the shoujo manga brain syndrome. The spell. <laughs> at the time, yeah. <laughs> well, so, no,
1: actually, huh? I, I mean, yeah, I guess you could still say it, but the, I think when he, does he, when he invites her, is he, is he still in shoujo manga world? Is
0: I think so. I, I'm pretty sure they still are, both of them at that point.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm.
0: I think the only parts in that chapter where they're not is when Chica comes in.
1: And then at the very end when they're at the aquarium.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. But, <laughs> uh, but I mean, still, like, the, even though he was under the quote-unquote spell, I still think, yeah, it's definitely a good moment. Because, I mean, that chapter, uh, you know, the events of it still happened. You know, it's not like it was, it's not canon. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, I mean, it is still a bit of a special chapter. <laughs>
1: Yeah, right. Hmm. So that's all, that's all I have on Miyuki.
0: All right. Well, that that was more than I had. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Chika Fujiwara, Kage and Miyuki think that she's just. Uh, they they both say that she's just using Miko kind of as a new toy. Uh, in one of the early chapters, uh, the one where she like is trying to get Miyuki, or she's she Ch- is trying to get Miko to lose enough of it, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, well, both Kage and Miyuki accuse her of just kind of toying with with Miko, but I actually think that uh, she was giving Miko some pretty good advice in in that chapter, like things that Miko probably you know needed to hear or you know, right? Uh, like she she says, uh, "No one will take you seriously if you're always mad." That that's a good mm-hmm. that's a good advice, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. She's giving she's giving her really good advice, and I love how she's kind of trying to help her feel welcomed in, in the in the in the friend group in, in the yeah. student council. That and, too, yeah. And and you know, lo- yeah, loosen her up a bit. Um, I guess maybe trying to help her make more friends in that sense and understand mm. the their generation. <laughs> I yeah. Guess. Uh, but I also think what. Uh, Miyuki and Kaguya said about her having a new toy is is kind of is kind of true, especially uh, somebody that looks <laughs> up to Chika. Yeah. Uh, she's obviously gonna find great joy in that, because just like with Miyuki, where Miyuki kind of depends on her, perhaps she sees Miko as kind of depending on her as well, and so she feels she feels not necessarily obligated, but as, sees it as an opportunity to bestow her wisdom upon upon Miko, but in a, you know, a, not, not a, uh, patronizing way, but just Mm. in a, I want to help, I want to help you loosen up or be be friends and whatnot. So.
0: For sure. Yeah. And, and, and how she, you know, even makes Miko go along with them breaking some rules there in the student council chambers is really, really nice. Uh, and I think great, 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 great for Miko to kind of get to be a part of that
2: mm-hmm.
0: so Indeed. yeah good good move on chica's part
1: agreed and I, I i love again like i said before the relationship between her and kaguya and you know, she would hmm. she would basically die for kaguya yeah and i i hope that going forward we just see a little more appreciation uh for chica uh i'm fine with her being poked at but you know, it's whatever. It's just a fictional character. It's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's she could be comedic relief all, all she wants, because she's hilarious. But at the same time, I hope that they just just treat her a, l- a little better moving forward. But
0: yeah, I think uh, I think the the chapter we talked about earlier with her her and Kaguya, I think is a probably a sign that it's going to be more kind of that stuff. I mean obviously she she likely will not leave her comic relief stuff completely, but
1: No, no. And we wouldn't want that.
0: Right, yeah, for sure. Uh but to also have those really beautiful moments like we had in this chapter uh, in this volume. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's awesome and I I would love to see more of that as well. And in this uh uh in in, in that same chapter where uh you know the one with her and, and Kaguya and their friendship bond thing. Mm-hmm. Um we also kind of get it confirmed in that chapter that Chika, at least at the moment, doesn't have any romantic interests. Yeah. Uh, since, since she had to lie, or not lie, but sort of lie about having uh, one in, in Kaguya.
1: Sorry for sounding like, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm so smart. I called everything. But I, <laughs> when I was reading this chapter and she said, oh, there's someone I like, I bet it's Kaguya. <laughs> and, then, and then you get to the part where it's like i was right <laughs> yeah yeah um, <laughs> I, I mean i think it i think it's she kind of pulled that something similar before i feel like i think so and, too it, it's on point for her character that mm. one she doesn't necessarily have anybody she likes right now you know romantically uh that makes sense but two all that she adores Kaguya you know just loves her so it 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 makes sense for her, but I'm, I'm mm-hmm. glad we got this this little confirmation about that, uh, that she doesn't necessarily have any romantic interest, interests at the moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because we, we, I think we both, we talked about that and we both kind of had the feeling that she didn't, but yeah, this is a hard confirmation on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so so yeah, it should be interesting. Maybe she'll find someone eventually at some point further down the line. Who knows? <laughs>
1: I think it's possible especially since they bring this point up. Uh you know, if you bring something up, you can always go back to it. Whereas if you never bring it up, it's kind of yeah, it sometimes just will not ever get addressed. So I yeah. think it's yeah, it could be something that maybe she grows fond of maybe somebody in the in, in the student council or maybe someone outside of it. I'm not Who I don't knows? know. Yeah. Um or maybe <laughs> Maybe it would be like a boy band crush. That would be kind of funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't think it would. Be, I don't think it would exactly get like that. But I, I. will say that I feel. I feel like there was. Was it this? Volume or last, where Ishigami was going through the list of people, like potential. Or, or should I say this oh, for the Ishigami part? Because uh, is is uh, this volume?
0: Uh, it's this volume yeah
1: oh okay 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 yeah I'll uh, save actually that maybe part.
0: maybe we could talk about that for the romance
1: oh okay sure mm-hmm. maybe yeah <laughs> yeah i guess yeah well, i'll save it for the romance no All problem right. <laughs> uh i guess the last thing i'll say from from me about um chico well, i actually have two things one mm-hmm. she, not even she understands kashiwagi or some of the puzzles that her kashiwagi's boyfriend was putting out there
2: yeah which
1: i which her being the love detective and all, and being a woman, <laughs> you think she would have caught on to yeah. some of these things. But she's calling, she got me sensei, one, hilarious, but two, yeah. it's like, wow, really? Like, not even, you know, love crazy Chica, or, you know, because she likes the romance <laughs> stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. There was that. And then the other thing is, she doesn't like. I, I think we've seen this before, but she doesn't like to lose, and yeah. she gets really defensive. And she kind of points that at Ishigami and basically just yells at him. It's like foul play, foul play, foul play. Yeah, kind of gets kind of gets a little, a little very childish about it.
0: Very, and I mean, I we we definitely have like had reason yeah. to to think of her as a bad loser, or like mm-hmm. basically, or just in not wanting to lose, based on the fact that she's basically cheated in two games already. That's Happened in, in the student council chambers.
1: True.
0: <laughs> she will go above and beyond to not lose.
1: <laughs> I guess you could even argue she was cheating this time with with this the the note or the bells or whatever they called. Oh uh, yeah. Sort of, it, maybe. It, it, sort of. It, <laughs> in a way like in a way that she didn't know. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, I have anyway. one Last thing on her, it's just a little mention that um, she apparently found a way to get around her dad's ban on manga by buying the (laughs) e-books. I thought that was really nice.
2: So she she does
0: have a bit of a rebellious side in her. Like she doesn't Mm -hmm. like follow everything that her dad you know says. You know she will actually go behind his back and you know read some shoujo manga. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I really like that. Yeah, I do too. All right. Moving on to you, Ishigami,
1: bro is hilarious. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, oh man, I don't know how many times I just was l- laughing my butt off with just his his expressions or what he says. Like there's okay in that same chapter where he's giving the great or er, er, being able to figure out Kashiwagi, basically. Yeah. He, there's this there's this pose he does. Uh, let me. I got. I gotta find. It. I didn't. I didn't put down the page number. Uh-huh. Um, he. Oh yeah, it's, he. He's talking about. Uh, she didn't have the energy to tidy up her room before, and he's just standing there with his arms up in the air, just like what? Like I, I mean, his face is just kind of blank, but the they're all just in awe, and, and the and it's, sawa sawa <laughs> oh, sawa, <yeah."> sawa, sawa. <laughs> Have you ever? If have you ever seen? Oh shoot! What is? Oh, now I can't remember the the anime, but there's an anime that uses Zawa Zawa and it's not just that anime that it's known for, but it's oh. a very like notable feature of this anime where there's just mm-hmm. these voices that say Zawa, Zawa 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 when something crazy happens oh, uh, I, or, or something uh, high stakes happens. And so anyway, so it's, ah, so I it's,
0: see that. that that's I, good to know. I, I, I don't think I've ever come across it or at least I've never paid attention to it. noticed it.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah, I I'll, I'll <laughs> if I remember the name, I'll I'll let you know. But yeah, anyway, just... <laughs> it's it's just for me that moment was just so <laughs> so great for Ishigami, and I know I should be saying that maybe saving that in comedy, but I think that just shows that why people like Ishigami and why I like Ishigami so much is he's just mm-hmm. I just think he has great comedic timing, yeah. and, and at the same time is very good at giving advice and absolutely e- even even if it, it does become you know hilarious or a joke or something you know
0: <laughs> well i think he he's all about fairness kind of and like being like making sure that everyone is being treated in a in a fair way yeah and that's such a beautiful side of of his character i think totally and uh we see in this volume that he tries to give Miko Ino you know, uh, advice to be more considerate of others. Uh, <laughs> obviously, she refuses to listen to him, but then Chika basically says the same thing. And obviously, then Miko listens to it. And it's just, it's just <laughs> one of those moments where it just use wisdom just goes to waste. Or
1: <laughs> I think it kind of speaks to, once again, like he gives good advice. He also su- seemingly knows... People well, or at least he is intuitive in into what they could be thinking or wanting. I mean that whole kashiwagi chapter. He yeah basically nailed it out of the park, and that could just be yeah. due to his playing the or watching rom coms or or you know, <laughs> yeah. playing visual novels or whatnot. Uh, but I think he's also intuitive and and is just able able to think clearly about about those things as well. So. Absolutely, I like that.
0: Yeah, he he was definitely
1: the MVP in that chapter. I'd say. Mm-mm. Uh So, anything more on you? Going along with his intuitiveness, I like how he's able to see the cliches in the story, but still find it emotional. <laughs>
2: yes. So, like he, he oh, like yeah. he like
1: he like points out, oh yeah, this is a typical thing where he, he uses the tear-jerking moment, and then he just like balls, you know, <laughs> he just starts crying and. And I kind of relate yeah. to that in a way, not to say I have like big brain powers or anything like that, <laughs> but more among the um, among the lines of I. My my sister can vouch for this. She doesn't listen to these podcasts, but whenever I'm with her, I'm able to call out the plot of a movie as we're watching it, and she she's like, "Stop using your quirk!" And if you <laughs> if if you've ever seen My Hero Academia, like they yeah. have quirks, so she says my quirk is predicting this the plot lines of stories and uh so i kind of i kind of feel similar to you me in that sense I, i'll i say oh you know this is gonna happen and it's gonna be sad or whatever but i still get emotional you yeah. know I, I i still find it, it touching and i mean it depends on the on the author and i think that's the point in this and that <laughs> this shoujo artist is just so good and or the, the manga is just so good that it'll make anybody cry even the even the veteran Ishigami he'll, he'll cry over it yeah yeah exactly yeah, so. <laughs> anyway I, I found that relatable and it made me like him even more
0: yeah yeah that that's really nice I I couldn't relate to it in that exact kind of way yeah but, know, it's kind of weird uh, <laughs> no no but I, I, th- I think that, I think that's really cool uh but the, the the slightly different way that I that I was able to kind of really kind of feel that was that uh like for example, if I'm reading something or watching something that I maybe I'm not like maybe I don't really like it maybe I I I, I feel like this anime or or whatever it is I feel like it's maybe a little like lower tier like mm-hmm. B anime and I'm like but I'm watching an anime because because I'm a weeb uh, <laughs> and then it, and then it comes to that like a an emotional part where like you're quote unquote supposed to cry and usually i at least cry a little bit uh even though i'm like not really invested i still it still manages usually to to do that even though i don't know it's it's weird it's dumb but yeah
1: yeah no i <laughs> i totally understand and it it makes sense
0: <laughs> yeah uh do you get anything more on you
1: just that the last chapter is title it has his name on there like it closes yeah. his eyes or something like that
0: yes yeah, the second part of Yuji got me closes his eyes
1: right part two mm. and yet there's like mention of him once but then it never comes mm-hmm. up again so it's so it was such an interesting <laughs> strategy or, or move on akasaka's part in that this is like the first time we've had a chapter feature someone's name and they barely appear in it
0: yeah i i feel like yeah i mean yeah it's interesting part one of yushigami closes his eyes was the chapter where Kaguya tutored you Mm -hmm. uh and now this part two is this and it's like huh like what what was that what's that supposed to mean i have my suspicions but i don't think i i don't know if i
1: want to share them since i'm not sure if well they are spoilery here well let, let me say my suspicion because yes I, I think it's clear that there's something some rumors about ishigami from his past mm. that he mentions in part one that are coming back and that's those those rumors yeah. are probably what it, what miko is either either she's close to those rumors or she's she's one of the people who has heard heard about those rumors and mm. it, that's why she teaches it treats Ishigami that way, so it's either one of those. So I, I'm not entirely sure why he wouldn't appear in the chapter that has his name in it, um, <laughs> unless Miko is part of that backstory somehow,
2: hmm.
1: in some sort of connection there. Um, but it could. I guess it could also just be that she's just another case of someone treating Ishigami not, or treating Ishigami poorly. Um, because of those rumors, mm. I also think it's a lead up to the next volume. Um, I feel like we'll have a part three in the next volume, but yeah, maybe maybe, that, maybe that's <laughs> just me.
0: No, I think I think that's a sound uh, speculation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: I th- I think even in, does it end at to be continued like.
0: Uh, yeah, it does. But so did last volume with the underwear.
1: True, I think they did. Did they not continue the, the panty talk? Like, didn't.
0: Uh, well, I, actually, they did slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually did. You're right. You're right. Yeah. It actually started with that, like, Cuggy's like, why do men cheat? Like the man whore thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're right. It it did it did continue like literally light right mm-hmm. there. <laughs> uh, so so yeah yeah. Uh, I'm very excited for Volume Nine. Volume Nine is one of my favorite volumes. Awesome. Um, but anyway, moving on to the next character, my girl Miko Ino.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, we talked a little about how how um, you know um, how Chika kind of helped loosen Miko up a bit, uh, mm-hmm. and and she you know. Miko is challenged by Chika in that chapter to control her anger for a whole hour (laughs) and to not express anger, like whatever anyone does. (laughs) And, (laughs) and I, I I love that so much. And like you, you obviously makes it especially hard for her, you know, (laughs) everything that he does. He, uh, he, he takes a potato chip and eats it. (laughs)
2: Uh, in,
0: in the words of light Yagami. Anyway, uh, I, I, I love that. Uh, Part a lot, and I th- I think like as I said earlier, I think it was something that Miko needed, uh, like breaking yeah. those school rules and kind of being part of that and goofing off with Chica. Uh, it was it was good for her, I think.
1: I agree, and it, it, it's heartwarming to see at least Chica try to you know reach out to her and try to make her feel welcome within within the group. Hmm. Something that I that I took away from this that. Is basically a continuation from the previous volume. How the previous volume ends is she walks in on a lot of uh, interesting situations and she takes the wrong way, it becomes misunderstandings. Yes. Um, and so from a comedic fa- factor, that's hilarious, but uh-huh. surprisingly, that actually ends up becoming. A instigator in that final chapter, where she is putting it all together, and just <laughs> yeah. Well, at first she accuses Miyuki of being, you know, this terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then obviously that changes to Kaguya, but uh, it, I I like the payoff of having all those times where she accidentally uh, walks in on Kaguya and and Miyuki, and then she kind of puts it in her head what's actually going on or whatever. So I I like, I like that. I mean, obviously she's, she's wrong. And, you know, she (laughs) has at the end of the chapter, she has doubts about it, but I, I I don't know. I I like how the payoff there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think in that chapter, like how she had this, she had dreamed of being like a, a breath of fresh air to the student council and sort of like and and like she had almost envisioned the rest of them to be more strict than she is, and like for mm. her for her to come off as like the slightly more chill one, which is first of all of course super unrealistic for her since she is yeah. definitely the mo- the most uptight one around on the entire school probably, um, I, I guess. Maybe if she had joined the student council like back when Kaguya was still like Ice Kaguya, mm-hmm. uh, like maybe if she had joined back then, her her fantasy would have been a bit more accurate. But, but I don't know. It <laughs> it was just funny to see that though, and like how how just ridiculous that whole like her fantasy was there.
1: Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> the weeping a weeping angel. <laughs> <laughs> with chica, it's so dramatic yeah. uh, you just yeah her her fantasies on how it was all supposed to play out it, yeah it is it is humorous and it just shows that she kind of has a, a wild imagination and it, i mean it goes in in line with her walking in on Kaguya and Miyuki in that she automatically goes and goes into the thought process that oh my gosh, they're doing you know sexual things or something like
0: that, yeah. Yeah, and I think that something that goes along with that, like the fact that she keeps coming in in the wrong moments and just interprets things as way worse than, you, than they really are, um, is that, well, I didn't count it, but I got the feeling, because, you know, at the end of most of the battles, the chapters is like a winner or a loser, you know, and mm-hmm. I feel like she lost a lot this volume. It's just something that, it, <laughs> it, it just felt that way. I didn't count them, so maybe I'm wrong, but it was just, it felt like that to me. Uh, so she, yeah, she she lost a lot of battles I think, um, and uh, and just how and and something like that I thought was kind of a nice little mirror back to um, uh, you Ishigami's introduction into the story uh, was basically I think I think his first line ever might have been you know when he's with Miyuki in the student council chambers and he says I want to quit the student council and we got that in this chapter where she uh, where Miko said that to Kobachi.
1: I don't think we know her name yet,
0: I don't think Does we you? do actually, yeah, but but as I said last time, it's not like we might oh yeah as well. i think I think uh, i
1: think you i think you did you did say it last time That's yeah,
0: right. her name is kobachi Osaragi. but i I thought that was a nice little rhyme i guess uh with with the Miyuki or with the use introduction to the story, uh where we see both of those characters feeling like they want to quit the student council,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Uh, over honestly ridiculous uh like f- for ridiculous reasons both of them
1: it's, a, it's an interesting parallel
0: yeah i like it oh yeah and if we go back to to the the chapter where they were well wh- where chica was helping miko lose enough um i thought like one one thing that kind of kind of gave us a little bit of a con- confirmation that uh it had worked like that chica's plan to loosen Miko up a bit had worked uh, was that at the end of it uh, you know even though Miko was a bit ab- embarrassed about it um, I think I think it was implied that she was happy that that chica shared those pictures with her like because you mm-hmm. know she, she she took a lot took a lot of photos uh, and it's it's at least the way I saw it it seemed like like Miko was happy to to get those pictures
1: I agree I I, I think she was I think she was kind of implying that she might want them yeah and but you know Fujiwara just kind of did it for her or basically gave it to her yeah. without, without her coming out and say,
2: say saying
0: yeah it. she she didn't force her to like ask for them <laughs> mm-hmm. uh it like like probably Kaguya would have done
2: maybe <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh right. yeah
0: um I also thought it was kind of surprising almost how interested Miko seemed in hearing uh from chica who she who she was interested in who, who she liked or well who she pretended to like uh, in a romantic way when they had the welcome party for her oh she Miko was... asked yeah she 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 she, she asked uh, like who 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 it was like that 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 Chika was talking about in that uh which I thought was funny because I don't know Um, it's a side of her that obviously we haven't seen much of, like, what, what's her romance side. We saw a little bit about it, though, in that last chapter in this volume, where she says, she talks about, uh, how her junior high years, like, was the worst time in her life. Because she was more or less bullied for sticking out the way she did, I think. Um... But someone anonymously tried to cheer her up, like without taking any credit for it, back then. And mm-hmm. and an act like that, uh, to Miko is what she considers uh, true love. And there we there we there we are again. Like, true love. We talked about it last time. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> she does use that term. I thought that was funny. How? But uh, they didn't make a deal out of it here. But she does use the t- exact term true love here as well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, interesting. Uh, So,
0: so that's that's what we know of what she thinks of love and stuff. um, So far, it's it's someone that uh, kind of just selflessly uh, supports uh, someone they care about,
1: I suppose. Yeah, it it is interesting. I didn't really, uh, or I, I forgot to take note on the fact that yeah. uh, Miko does seem very invested on what. On who Chica likes, maybe she's got. I gotta approve of this person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like that possibility.
1: <laughs> but no, it's, yeah, that's hmm. that's interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. Got anything more on Miko?
1: I don't think I do. I, I I liked her comedy bits, and yeah, I think that's about it.
0: Nice. Then let's move on to Ai Hayasaka.
1: Yeah, for me, uh, Hayasaka. mean she had she had some good comedy moments like when they were reading the shoujo manga together that was pretty funny but
0: (laughs) yeah i thought it was funny how even she cried from it
1: yeah (laughs) right you know it's uh you know it's good if she starts crying right (laughs) Uh, the funny is just like hurry up and finish the volume so i can read i'm not done yet Uh, (laughs) yeah Yeah, Uh, they were so into it (laughs) right for me, the the part that really got me is where they're getting this the stickers, and we I guess we mentioned this before, but mm. she we get we get a look into how she was kind of raised in that she couldn't see her mother much, and so they only, they really only communicate with the notebook, yeah. and that notebook was very precious to her, and so she kept that all these years. I I really I really liked that that backstory we got, even even though it was so brief, but at the same time she was willing to. You know cut a piece of that treasure and give it to Kagia um, yeah. it because they have a sister sister kind of relationship and this, this I feel like this is the first time where they acknowledge that you know it's, it's more than just a you know servant or assistant kind of relationship it's a it's sisterly well yeah uh, bond.
0: I think, except for in the little bio page on I, in one of the earlier mm-hmm. volumes, uh, where I think it said there that she and Kaguya had somewhat of a sisterly relationship, if I recall. I could be wrong about that, though, but I think there was something about that. Uh, but this is the first thing, like, from the characters, where I actually... Right. Yeah, she she does confirm here that she, she views Kaguya firstly as a little sister, and secondly as her mistress. Mm-hmm. Which is funny, because... They're both second years, so they're presumably born in the same year, Uh, and we know that Kaguya's birthday is January 1st, so she's probably not older than Kaguya. Well, she could be. I mean, I guess she could be if she repeated a year or started school late.
1: I mean, yeah, I think it just depends. Like, my parents didn't put me in school, like, I I, I was usually the older person in my in my class, oh I see. Uh, I was born in October, so maybe Hayasaka was born and <laughs> around there, and I, d- oh. I don't know.
0: Oh, oh, I guess maybe some countries don't split the grades. At I'm not
1: sure how Japan Japan does it.
0: Yeah, because actually, I think I think you're right. Uh, at least some countries don't split the years at the New Years. Um, I I think in England they don't. They have some other uh, split basically. So it might mm-hmm. be different in Japan too. Um, yeah, it, it's possible. But regardless, anyway, my, my my point was basically that even if she isn't technically older than Kaguya, she definitely acts like it. <laughs> was, 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 right. What was what was what was I was gonna say? <laughs> uh, so yeah.
1: For sure. And I, I don't know. I just that whole interaction really got me kind of emotional just to see them. Yeah. Have the understanding, and i i really liked it it helped it helped it helped be let the the next part be comedic you know it's All you right. have that really emotional part and then you know it doesn't work out so I, they get help with the comedy but it was just a really sweet moment between the two
0: absolutely and i thought it was nice as you mentioned also like to get that little bit of backstory for i uh, for Hayasaka, and mm-hmm. um and you know it makes a lot of sense for her mother to, or at least if we if we look at at I herself, she we know that she is super busy with her work, uh, you know, working yeah. for for Kaguya. So her mother, also being a Hayasaka, uh, you know, probably has just as busy of a job, uh, since the Hayasaka family serves the Shinomiya family in that kind of way.
1: For sure, it's... I'm glad we're getting more backstory on that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited to get even more on on Hayasaka. <laughs> Because I feel like Hayasaka is the biggest character that's not a main character, sort of.
1: That's fair, yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, I'd say yeah, I'd say she's bigger than Kashiwagi. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or well, maybe not definitely, but yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, the last thing I got on I is just how how uh, like basically. How sorry I felt for her when she was with Kaguya at the hospital and she was just so embarrassed for oh, Kaguya. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she just I, wanted to Yeah, you to disappear. feel for her in that
1: moment. It's like, oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> Let me uh, die.
0: Yeah. Poor eye. You got anything more on her?
1: Nah. That's
0: all, I got. all right. Well, then tell me what you got on Nagisa Kashiwagi.
1: Kashiwagi, I mean, we find out that she's a lot more complicated. And yeah. uh, high higher maintenance that maybe we knew before. Although yeah, which is I, there nice. was definitely sh- oh it's yeah I mean nice she's not like this perfect or um, <laughs> boring character per se. But um, I guess you could also see the signs of that where she was basically trying to to change her boyfriend. You know his yeah. looks, and she definitely has like a type. Apparently. Uh, yeah so that that was that, So i don't know it was nice to see more more uh depth to her than just being a straight straight man commenting on on events or whatnot mm-hmm. but then at at the same time she realizes that she was you know being difficult and she quickly apol where quickly she eventually apologizes and and yeah so it it just shows that she's a good person as well so i don't know, i like i like that that little side we got of her
0: yeah yeah basically how she's upset with her boyfriend because he keeps accepting everything she says and does and that he never gets mad with her uh because i mean it, it, we definitely got that uh well we we understood that she she was kind of bossing him around a bit uh, we kind of mm-hmm. got that that impression when when he suddenly changed his whole his, his whole appearance and and everything uh, because of her, but maybe she doesn't want him to be so obedient.
1: Hmm. Uh, I think that's yeah. I think that's a fair assessment.
0: I think she wants more resistance from his side. Like she doesn't want to decide everything about him and all that, which is good. I think <laughs> he he sh- he should do more. I guess. Yeah, he
1: should do more. Yeah. I at the same time. He's got to be careful on what he decides to do. For example, she says, "I want to go play a, a fighting game." He's like, "Okay, I'll <laughs> impress her with my fighting skills," and he whoops her, and obviously she's upset about that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Ishikami's like, "What are you an idiot?" or whatever, whatever he says. But um, you totally crushed her. So, in that sense, I guess he he did what he wanted to do and that was the wrong thing and i yeah. and I, and i i don't blame you for being upset True. you got to realize who your opponent <laughs> is at that point yeah. um, so i don't know i i guess kashiwagi's boyfriend to me is not as maybe not as good of a person as i thought i don't know like he is a he is a bit go with go with the flow and you know whatever whatever kashiwagi says is fine but at the same time he has he, he doesn't realize what uh, the faults he did at the end of the chapter he's like oh well, i should apologize i have no idea why but i guess thanks you know he he hasn't learned anything yeah he he's the, a doofus you know, yeah he, he's a bit of a doofus yeah maybe maybe that's it it's not so much that he's a bad person. He he's a doofus. He's,
0: I think so. Yeah,
1: he doesn't understand what's going on. He's kind of just going with the motion.
0: He's not the sharpest tool in the shed.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that that's, explains his grades. Would they work? Right. Before. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I I I honestly don't think he's like bad in any way. Um, he's just, yeah, I don't know.
1: Well, no, I think I think you put it put it well. He's a he's a doofus. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Um and you know, he he he's unable to I mean, I, admittedly some of the situations that he described in that chapter so, some of them I struggled with like I couldn't figure them out. Uh, definitely not as well as as you did. Mm-hmm. Uh like you Ishigami not you James.
1: Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I was I'm in the same boat. I some of them yeah, I was like uh I don't know, like actually
0: but there were some that were super obvious i think
1: right well the one the one where he visits her with a cold it's like oh yeah that makes sense she needs to clean her room but i didn't think that i thought maybe she was on her period or something like that yeah uh, i i i thought the same thing i was right like, yeah right <laughs> so maybe i maybe i don't understand women <laughs> <at all. laughs> yeah but um Hmm. But but cleaning, ha, wanting to have the room clean, I mean yeah that. That's fair. That, that makes sense. That's yeah. Fair. The other one where they changed the profile picture. Yeah. I, I I got that that one that one makes sense and that was that one I was kind of like why. I wasn't I I understand why Kashiwagi would be upset. I was wondering why he would. Change his profile picture so willy nilly like that. Not to say like he can't, but. I don't know, <laughs> like. You would think he would realize that that would have upset her. I don't know. At the same time, never been in a relationship. So I don't mm. know exactly. I guess I'm more confused why he would change it to a cat to begin with. But uh, whatever.
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> he's a doofus.
1: He's a, he's a doofus.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've talked about Kashiwagi and her boyfriend. We could talk about Maki a little bit. Well, there wasn't much.
1: Oh, so sad. So sad. She
0: was like, Will I ever be that happy?
1: <laughs> oh gosh.
0: That was like oh oh my heart.
1: <laughs> oh no. That's like all we have of her this this volume.
0: Yeah, there wasn't Man. much at all for her. I I was starting to get my hopes up a little bit last volume because she actually was in a chapter, like legitimately, uh-huh. and like we could see her clearly and she had a, a line in a she chapter.
1: Just sp- speaking line. Yeah. I thought but... I thought this is gonna start the gradual integration of, of her, but no. <laughs> no. 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 Teasing maybe
0: me. maybe soon though, I don't know. I don't know. Uh moving on to Kobachi Osaragi and Glasses Girl. She doesn't seem to dislike you unlike most other first years. Hmm. Assuming she's a first year. I guess I could be wrong about that. But she's a friend of Miko's, and I guess just assume they're the same grade. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I think it's safe. I mean, they seem to be childhood mm. friends, too. So.
0: Exa- exactly, yeah. Uh, so that's a ni- really nice like change of pace, I think, to have a character who doesn't have that uh, kind of blind dislike for him.
1: Yeah, what does she say about Ishigami, exactly?
0: She points out that she like Miko didn't involve you in her fantasy thing. Uh, and then miko says that oh i don't i don't want to spend time like waste time on ishigami and then and then kobachi thinks like we see her think and and it says poor ishigami so she feels sorry mm. for him that i think that's it though
1: okay all right i mean yeah i guess i guess she i guess yeah doesn't have too much of a opinion on him then just
0: right you know but at least it's uh she she doesn't think ill of him which I think okay. yeah. that, that alone, I, I, I'm i really happy to see that, uh, especially from a presumed thir- uh, first year.
1: Gotcha. Uh, she also seems to have uh, interesting likes in that she, when uh, Miko describes what the student council is like, she says, it doesn't sound that bad. It yeah. Sounds, <laughs> I personally find it pretty appealing. Uh, <laughs> yeah based on based on what Miko described is kind of is is warped so mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah like
1: like the obscene photos of Fujiwata, you know, yeah they obviously they don't exist, but she exactly <laughs> she didn't seem like that was too bad
0: yeah that <laughs> that is kind of funny, uh, and also I think then basically how she she helps Miko to clear up her warped idea of Miyuki, uh, which backfires mm, yeah. ultimately. Yeah, it does. Uh, sort of. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, she, she 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 seems like a really good girl, good kid. Indeed. What do we got left? We got Kei Shirogane.
1: Oh yeah, she appeared.
0: She's the one who recommended the Shoujo manga. Uh, initially. And mm-hmm. and she and, and and Miyuki and maybe even others later on, but they they describe this manga as a manga that makes you want to fall in love. Now, yeah. Doesn't doesn't that sound familiar? Where have I read a manga like that? <laughs> Looking at the volume in my hand.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it uh. just makes you want to have a best friend that you can choke. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. No, I I I think that was probably must have been an intentional thing I I feel for Akatsaka to put that line in there. Uh, a manga that makes you want to fall in love because at least I feel least, i this manga has at least had that effect on me. Maybe, maybe not this early, or mm-hmm. to a degree. Definitely to a degree this early, but it gets more I think as the story progresses. Well,
1: whenever I read a good rom com or a good shojo, yeah, I mean I'm gonna have those, yeah, that want, <laughs> yeah, I want to fall <laughs> in love too. Yeah. Um, so I think that's fair. That whole mm-hmm. chapter I was. Wondering, is this a reference to a manga that actually exists, ah. and that, or is it just a, a a testimony to, you know, shoujo manga masterpieces out there? I don't yeah.
0: know. I don't know.
1: But that I think it's a fair assessment to take. You know, to take away that this this manga makes you want to fall in love. I mean, yeah, I I feel the same way.
0: Yeah. Last character I got written down here, and we mentioned him earlier a little bit, uh, Dr. Shozo Tanuma. Oh, yeah. And how he, uh, basically the only thing I wrote down for him was how, and we mentioned this also, how he talks, basically talks to Kaguya's mother uh, while gazing at the moon. Which is, mm-hmm. you know, probably a little bit of a nod to, you know, the tale of the bamboo cutter. Um, mm-hmm. But... But yeah, I don't know if it's got any more meaning. Is there something, uh, you know, this doctor he he started trying to tell a story about when he was young and he was in love, <laughs> and all that. Like, and I wonder. And then he he was talking to Kaguya's mom like in that kind of way. I'm like, did he have a thing for Kaguya's mom before she oh. got together with her dad? Maybe <laughs> I, I I don't know. Um, that's, a, that's a,
1: an interesting theory I didn't I didn't think about that, but that definitely could be a story plot.
2: yeah the way could be interesting
1: the way I the way I took it, uh, which could be wrong, is that since he was their family doctor, he probably th- watched over Nayotake for a while and yeah. you know knew her and and her condition. so maybe they they he had he had a bond with her in that in that sense. Not yeah. necessarily romantically, but as a, as a as a friend and um so he was maybe even there when she passed away, so I guess yeah. that's why he looks at kind of fondly but but now that I think about it that's uh it, it would be very interesting if there was some sort of backstory between him and Kaguya's mom so yeah, <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> hmm. i'm willing to I'm willing mm-hmm. to see how that shapes out
0: absolutely, yeah. If it does, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it could could be fun. Well then, let's talk about the comedy then. The opening of the whole volume, I thought, was great with Kaguya and I, and how how Kaguya just couldn't say the word sex, and I just just, just <laughs> kept, kept toying with her <laughs> about that. Uh, I thought that was really funny.
1: <laughs> that chapter is is pretty great because she, she tries to give him. Miyuki massage and she, yes. she's giving him immense pain so it's just you know <laughs> physical comedy the entire way and I, Ooh. hilarious
0: and Miyuki's face when he's in pain oh, is yeah. so oh, fun. it's so gosh. well drawn it's like you can feel his like his, you can feel the pain by just seeing his face I like, feel like it's just so funny it's like he's
1: getting eaten by a titan or something like that <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah oh it's so so funny Oh my god! And then of course Miko Ino comes in at the end, uh, oh and that just like makes it even more funny. Uh,
1: of course, that line would would pop up, <laughs> <laughs> or that that whole, not just that line, but that whole <laughs> moment.
0: Yeah, and and I also love how how Kage just goes overboard and how she she gets so much of these uh, these hormones that mm-hmm. make you want to be physical with each other or whatever. And yeah, just an overdose of that. <laughs> so funny.
1: I, um, I, Miko's answer at the very end, where she's like, "I'm inexperienced. I'll get in your way."
2: Like <laughs> what? Ah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the, oh, yeah. I love this chapter for Miko. Yeah. For all for all is. of this. Oh my god, so this funny. It's such a good chapter.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I also like how they play Mario Kart in the next chapter. Yes. Is uh, is I I like that little, just thing they're doing in the background. I don't know. It's so minor, but it was just kind of made me smile. As, as As a Nintendo fanboy, it was nice to see that reference.
0: Totally. Yeah. I, absolutely. Thing. Absolutely agree with that. <laughs> and and, uh, and the Switch, no less. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So so convenient. Uh. Nintendo, you can sponsor us if you want. We we will. Uh, talk very well about the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> uh, but uh, my, my favorite part in that chapter was when uh, Chika wanted, wanted her, uh, Chika wanted Kaguya and Miko to do like cute faces or ugly faces. Uh, and mm-hmm. and Kaguya does this face where first we don't see, like we don't get to see her face. And and we see that Chika really likes it. She says, oh, it's so cute. It's like the se- first or second cutest face you ever, you've ever made. Or, uh, and in the same panel, we see Miko, Miko's reaction to Kage's face when we don't see Kage's face. Miko is just like in shock. He's like, "Oh no!" Like, uh, <laughs> which is like the first hint of like it's not a cute face. Uh, and then obviously <laughs> she, she goes and shows that face to <laughs> to, to uh, Miyuki and you. And oh my god, that face and and Yu's reaction is like, "Ah, that's ugly. That's ugly." <laughs> <laughs> so good and, and surprisingly, Kaguya's... Kaguya
1: does like beat him up or anything. She's like, "Yeah, you're yeah. right."
0: <laughs> because she 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 genuinely agrees with him. Like she didn't <laughs> think that was cute either. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. And I I also just want to shed a little bit of light on the photo that Chika took of her Miko and Kaguya when they when they have like the filter where they get like a little mustache each
2: oh yeah that that's, that's like nice. the
0: cutest photo i've ever freaking seen with like especially <laughs> especially miko Ino you know, like being so short she just sticks her head up mm-hmm. there with a little mustache <laughs> it's so cute it's <laughs> <is> pretty cute
2: <sighs>
1: why why is it so cute i don't know why it's it's just very cute yeah
0: right <laughs> you you wouldn't think adding a mustache would make someone mm-hmm.
1: cute but it, it does <laughs> yeah. so something that's also really cute but just uh, because it's so funny is they when in the next chapter when they put the duct tape on chica
2: hmm. that yeah.
1: situation is funny but it's it's the obviously when miko comes in and sees it that that's funny too she's she's kind of silent and then shuts the door like oh my gosh what have i just seen but <laughs> in the next panel in the background you see chica she's silent with the duct tape in her mouth uh, on her hmm. mouth and I don't know. Just the way that's drawn is super cute to me. It's just, <laughs> yeah. just duck. I don't know. Duct tape chica is one of the cutest things I've ever seen. So,
0: <laughs> so basically, if they if they make a figurine of that, you'll 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 get it.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't think I would though, because, okay. <laughs> it, I think if you if you put it to figurine, it, I think some of the comedic quality of it would be lost.
0: Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. So there, there was a, another. Obviously, we talked about the shojo manga. I think. Oh no! Yeah, we did, oh no! We we did well, that. We did it off off. Uh, we talked a little bit about that my, off
0: recording. That is just a hilarious chapter through and through. I think.
1: It, it, through and through, hilarious chapter, and just mirrors the shojo manga uh, so well, the genre yeah. so well, and how the art style is for the for the girls and the boys, especially the guys. I think. Yeah, I mean there is only one girl. Yeah, he, he. Yeah, we don't even. Yeah, we don't even see Chika in that uh, yeah. <laughs> style. But just, I, I, love how he did Shirokane and and yeah. uh, Ishigami. It was. So it cool. just
0: it just screams shoujo manga. It's so <laughs> amazing. I also think it's really funny with like, basically when Chika intervenes or interrupts how the style, the, the art style just goes back to the regular, the moment she comes in. And just, right. <laughs> it's just so funny. And she comes in doing like the, what, talking about the somo wrestling or whatever it was. <laughs> it's just really such a funny <laughs> Chica moment.
2: Uh, it really in the was. Of all that. <laughs>
1: yeah. And she's just, uh, uh, another cute one is where she's eating the, eating her pudding or she's done. She's like, Hey, I finished eating the pudding. I can, t- I can go with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that expression is just so funny to me. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, and then, yeah, obviously, Kage's like, uh, no, I'm good. I'm okay. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: yes. I have one last thing on on funny, which is just basically the whole... the whole. St- well, and we, we'll, we will talk about this, I think, more in the romance part, but I have to mention it as a really funny thing, because when Kage and Miyuki got locked in, and mm-hmm. they just expected it was the other person that, that had yes. like, done that. Yes. And, and so neither one of them were scared, even though they... They should have been because they were actually sort of in danger, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I just I thought that was hilarious.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll say more of that in the romance, but I I agree it was mm. it was a hilarious chapter, <laughs> uh, very much so. A good mix of romance and comedy. Absolutely. That's why it's called rom com. Um, <laughs> besides the the chapter where Kaguya finds out she's loved or or is in denial that she's lovesick. I mean that that's just a a Awkwardly hilarious one, you know she's in an awkward situation. Yeah. Um, I think I think my other favorite comedic chapter is is the one with Ishigami and how he's he knows the mind of women apparently. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just each time he figures it out, and everyone's reactions to it are great. And you know, yeah. like, why don't you have a girlfriend already? <laughs> I, yeah. I, I forget how he reacts to that, but.
0: Uh, but it's it's funny though.
1: Oh, 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 and Chica gives him the, the love detective hat. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, that's I, I forgot. Right. I, di- I, I practically died when that happened. And, and, he, and, he, and he's like, No, that's a curse item that makes people think you're stupid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh, man. Yeah.
1: Uh, no, no, he does not hold back punches. <laughs> no. Does not hold back punch. But then he's wearing it. Oh. He's wearing it afterwards.
0: Yeah, wow.
1: <laughs> uh, I think it's hilarious.
0: It is, it is so great.
1: Anyway, uh, yeah, that's all I have on comedy.
0: All right, nice. Well, then let's move on to the f- last bit of our discussion, the romance. And uh, let's start with one thing that we mentioned a little bit earlier in the discussion, when Miyuki and you are talking briefly about possible potential girlfriends. And yeah, what uh, stuff like that?
1: What chapter is that again?
0: Well, it's got to be the.
1: Oh, is it the shoujo manga one?
0: Yes, yes, it is it's mostly you like it's mostly you that talks about it in that instance there but I think mm-hmm. it's interesting how well obviously he rules out Kaguya completely uh, no surprise there
1: yeah right and,
0: and then he when he talks about Miko he says that um, it's not out of the question uh, mm-hmm. but it will never happen hmm. uh, which is like uh, why would he say why would he say it's not out of the question if he thinks it will never happen what do you think
1: i think like he wouldn't mind dating her like or or something like that you know he he wouldn't buy mind being in a relationship with her uh but there's no way she would get over the grudges she has on him
0: yeah I think that that makes a lot of sense
2: yeah
1: that's that's uh, how I took it um uh-huh. I'm not sure if there should be another way to uh,
0: no but I, I i think that I think that's a very good way to interpret that. Uh, but and then obviously that leaves like since, since he ruled out both of those that that left Chica and he was like he was afraid <laughs> afraid that he might fall in love with her because she was the only one left. <laughs> uh,
1: I have a pretty strong feeling that will never happen. Okay, <laughs> I just because I don't know I they have a good well I I like the I don't know how how, how do I put this because C- I say. I wish they treat each other better, but at the same time, they have a good act going. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. you know, he's blunt to her, and then she tries any way she can find to get back at him, and (laughs) vice versa. I don't know. Like, I don't... Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. So, I don't think that Ishigami would ever fall for her. Ah, Famous last words, using ever. (laughs) Uh, I don't think it ever fall for her, but... (laughs) Because Fujiwata doesn't have anybody she likes right now, and ah. if that's a potential plot point, then maybe she could end up having feelings for Ishigami eventually. Ooh, Ooh. but I don't know about that. I'm still kind of like, it, not sure. I, I I think I I think I've talked about this in previous volumes, like Volume Five, when he gives her the 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 uh, the mint after the ramen shop. I kind of put out yeah. a theory there that maybe something will happen or some like maybe that's a a hint of some sort of relationship between the two. Uh-huh. But I don't know. I'm, I'm still not sold on, on that per se. But, uh, I think if there is, if there's going to be feelings, it's probably going to start with Fujiwara is my opinion. I just don't, I just don't think, hmm. I just don't, I don't see you jumping on that on that bandwagon <laughs> lack of a better word <laughs> uh, uh-huh. I don't uh-huh. know especially since he seems to at least here if my corrections are right he seems somewhat He he's not objected to the idea of of maybe having a relationship with Eno so uh, yeah in some I, way well, I obviously
0: know. I feel like they they both have some sort of uh bad history with each other True. uh so i don't True. think it's i don't think it's completely like only Eno who or miko that dislikes him sort of um but at the same time we know that you has a lot of like he has this strong sense of justice and like wanting everyone to to be treated fairly and which is mm-hmm. why well, you know, we in the previous volume where he 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 was, was sort of looking out for her, um, you know, he he didn't want someone who was doing their best to be laughed at and those sorts of mm-hmm. things. So even though you know she has treated him bad and you know to you know to some degree in the past, he he still has he's still able to 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 treat her well. Uh, even mm-hmm. though I think he still holds some bad negative feelings for her, yeah, yeah, despite of yeah. that, I think I, I
1: think clearly, I don't know.
0: So and you know, Miko also has a strong sense of justice, uh, just like uh, yeah, just like you does though. So
1: well, that's the thing. Mm. I, I think they have. I mean, you even brought the parallel of them both wanting to quit the student council for very for different reasons, but they both want to quit. I think they have interesting parallels. Absolutely. Like that, you know, sense of justice and and whatnot, but yeah. So, so I guess that's why I. I well, I'm not gonna say I feel like oh it's definitely gonna happen or anything like that. I, I'm not gonna be that,
2: uh-huh.
1: you know, bold. But I I do feel like it's more likely that that would happen than a Fujiwara Ishigami. Gotcha. If that if that makes sense. And I hope I don't yeah. eat my words on this. You know anyway, I mean if either of them happens, I'll probably be fine because I know Akasaka will do it very well and I'll be like, Oh man, I wish I could fall in love. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I, I I just gotta say I really enjoy hearing you like speculate about what kind of ships will come to be and stuff like that. It's, it's a lot of fun to hear. Um, yeah. I I can't go all out on that yet. Sadly. I know, I know. Uh, I would love to join you for it, and I will eventually. Um, but but yeah.
1: <laughs> That's why it's like I'm just like mm, I'm I'm probably like spewing nonsense or even even like blasphemy, and I don't even know it yet. People list people listening who have caught up. You know, if, if you know, if they're caught up, or just probably, <laughs> what a, what a stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I think it. I think... Oh, fool, naive James! <laughs> oh, how little you know! Not saying uh... you're like that at all, but, I, it, it's, you know, uh... the curse of being behind.
0: <laughs> but hey, it's a, it's a blessing as well because it means you got so much more new stuff ahead of you. Oh yeah! I wish I was in your boat right now.
1: Fair, very fair. <laughs>
0: Um, another romantic thing we have touched on a little bit, but it's it's a romantic. It's like cheese, so much cheese, like cheese warning up, <laughs> up the wazoo. Is obviously you know the,
1: you better not be lactose intolerant because here comes the cheese. <laughs> yeah,
0: the the aquarium, uh, chojo <laughs> chapter <laughs> where, like, basically the very end of it where Kage is like she 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 denies the the request to go on a date and says because we're already in the aquarium it's like oh my gosh jesus christmas
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i felt i felt the same way it's funny but it's like really really even after even after miyuki went to the trouble of inviting her yeah (laughs) I i mean look at least they had at least ishigami and miyuki had a good Day and they're like Oh, you know it's pretty great I had a good yeah. Time yeah
0: yeah i'm so glad they enjoyed that
1: <laughs> I enjoy, i'm glad they enjoyed that um <laughs> real quick do you do you read or buy anything into the fact that kageo was doing ishigami in that way at all i mean i i, I don't know it, it's it's strange like obviously chica wasn't playing along but she never saw her in that light. but i guess it's because she you know rammed in with her sumo stuff but Mm. to me it's it's just funny to see ishigami in that light whatsoever
0: i think he was also you know he was also under the shoujo manga brain syndrome yeah like you know he was also kind of under that spell
1: under the spell
0: Uh (laughs) yeah. so i think that i mean that that's the only reason that i can think of that like it was he like he was just like everyone else w- was just a bit weird that day um, mm-hmm. not 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 fully himself sort of
1: sure 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 yeah hmm. <laughs> i mean not not saying there's i should be i should be reading it anyway it's just it did did catch me by surprise that he would be in on that as well but i guess it it at the same time it adds to the comedy of it
0: uh, yeah yeah absolutely and and you know if if it's gonna be a shojo chapter it needs to be shojo you know, there needs to be a reversed harem. True. So. <laughs>
1: True. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh
0: yeah. <laughs> um, then let us talk about battle seventy eight. Kaguya doesn't scare easily.
1: When I when I first saw the the first pages of it I was, yes. like, oh my gosh this is gonna get
2: steamy. Yes. It looks
1: like it was it was colorized. Does it not?
0: Uh, oh, you mean like initially colorized and then made black and white mm-hmm. afterward? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think maybe, or, or unless they just spent extra time on on the shading. Uh, I, oh, I don't I know guess, exactly. I guess that's possible. I don't know exactly how that usually works, but uh, but I mean, definitely, it's definitely more. There's been more effort put into it. Um, yeah. on the very first page and, and just how like what an opening to a chapter that is and, like it really leaves you wanting to know like how did that like what led up to that <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so yeah uh, and then obviously we get to see get to see that
1: it was good I, I love how their imaginations kind of ran wild and and you know funny <laughs> enough Miyuki was thinking just putting his or like Kage wanted him to put his you know, jacket around her something a little more innocent Whereas Kage went went into the (laughs) kind of the more wild side, where you know he tries to kiss her, or whatever. Smack, yeah. Yeah, the the smack. (laughs) So uh, it's kind of kind of flipped a little. I I remember in the earlier volumes, Mm. it it was more Miyuki having the the more um, intimate desires, I guess you could say, whereas kage was like oh i'll hold his hand or i'll do this or, yeah uh, uh
0: you know what i mean let, yeah although right now thinking about like what is more intimate a a kiss or or like basically cuddling i feel like they're pretty even i in my mind anyway i guess so or or, or i don't know maybe, maybe kiss is slightly more intimate um but still, like, holding each other close, like, like Miyuki is envisioning, it's also pretty, like, it's also very...
1: Sure. It, it just, it, it seems a little more innocent than... Not, I mean, not saying oh, kissing yeah. is innocent, but just a little mm. more, uh, you know, uh, yeah. like, the step before it, whereas kissing it maybe is right there. But well, she has been reading shoujo manga, and, <laughs> you know, she, she understands more about the uh, relationships between men and women, yes. so... Um, maybe her imagination is getting the best of her there. But, I mean, mm. through a, through a series of mistakes, they suddenly find each other really close to their face. And it, it yeah. a kiss almost happened, really. Oh, they're
0: so close. Oh, and then Mikuino comes in. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Oh, I love this. I love that.
1: Kage gets out of it like she she escaped with her life. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I guess I don't blame her, but at the same time, it does put Miyuki in a rather precarious position, you know, yeah. like he forced it upon her. Definitely. But obviously, Miko changes her mind afterwards, but... <laughs> yeah. But for
0: Kaguya to do that, especially in front of Miko, it's a dirty move, I think.
1: Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> I would agree.
0: Uh, but, but I mean, shouldn't be surprised, I guess. <laughs> nah uh but yeah like that that was definitely the closest they've been to like anything like that so far so that was that was nice that was hot
1: (laughs) yeah it was (laughs) i like how kaguya kaguya was you know at least earlier than miyuki not willing but realizing that kissing could be an option And then it wasn't until they got into that position where Miyuki also realizes that, well, you know, he realizes that kissing is not in fairy tales or whatever. Because it doesn't happen in fairy tales.
2: Right, right. So just, I
1: don't know, that was, I like how that that writing was done there, kind of. Definitely. I think that's all I have on on this one, other than it was a very spicy, steamy interaction.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Nice. So I guess that covers most of what we wanted to talk about today. I want to point out that we are now halfway to volume sixteen, aka Woo! as far as I've read. So, so yeah, we're getting we're getting there. Soon you'll be caught up to me, S- or somewhat soon. Uh, we've done this. Somewhat in, soon. We've 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 covered this all in about two and a half months. So another two and a half months, and and you'll be caught up.
1: Looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. Oh, dude, me too so much i already bought volume 17 i got it in my bookshelf have not opened it uh obviously will not i will not the temptation will not uh, <laughs> take over uh too much but it is like i look at it you know from time to time and i'm like oof can't wait to open Longing that book <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> uh but yeah um how 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 are you right now with favorite characters in the story
1: hmm I think Ishigami is ahead of Miyuki for me right now. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Did he get get ahead of Miyuki with this volume for you?
2: Mm-hmm. Just cool.
1: because there's some mysteries there to Ishigami, but also just his just constant comedic moments are really great, and he's he is so relatable to a nerd mm. like myself. That, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, it's yeah, you you can really sympathize with him. Not saying Miyuki's not bad, but. I haven't had, there's always, he's such a good guy, but I haven't had a recent, you know, whoa, Miyuki's awesome kind of a moment since volume five. Well, uh, last volume did have his, him saving or helping out Miko. Yeah. That was pretty good. But besides that, there wasn't anything, there hasn't been anything too great. Yeah. Especially
0: not in this volume, sadly.
1: Right. So so I think yeah Ishigami has that mystery but a relatable side to him. So I yeah I'm like I'm liking what I'm seeing mm. there. But overall I think uh, I think hmm, <laughs> I'm really debating if I if I like Chika or Kaguya more. Ah. You know, it's
0: are, are are they fighting for your number one spot?
1: I think so. Kaguya has so <laughs> much plot development. Yeah. but chica's getting a little bit more and I, I just uh, that relationship that they share and kind of got a better understanding of each other in that sense I I really like that so I think that kind of helped me uh, like chica even more so mm. I don't know it's, it's 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 hard for me to say right now um, because I, I do value character growth and backstory a lot and to be honest we haven't got a whole lot of that from Chica. Yeah. Um, but mm. still she's just too pure and hilarious. Well, oh, pure yeah. maybe not the right word but you know <laughs> and hilarious. But anyway. She she she's great. <laughs> yeah. I'm not feeling uh, Miko yet to be honest. Fair enough, fair I, enough. I I like the the dynamic she brings but I haven't fallen in love or, or you know just been like wow this character's is great quite yet you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah no i i respect that totally uh you know this is only her second volume after all True. uh yeah. i i have really taken the liking i mean obviously you know that she is my favorite character up to the point where i have read but even based on these first two volumes with her i i really really have enjoyed her um hmm. and maybe i'm biased i don't know hard to say i guess maybe mm-hmm. but i really really have enjoyed her and I think at this point for me, I think my favorite character is, tie, is a tie maybe, maybe I think, between you and Miko. Okay. Uh, with Kaguya as a close third after those two, mm-hmm. I think.
1: Yeah. I think that's a good list.
0: But yeah, uh, I'm super excited to talk about Volume 9 with you next month. Volume 9 has 11 chapters, so it's one chapter longer than um, all of the other volumes nice uh, and it is it is actually slightly denser uh, than Man. the other volumes are
1: i wish i had uh, it right now so i could start reading it <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah yeah i i i can't wait to talk uh, about that one with you um uh so yeah uh anything else you want to say before we end this episode
1: like i said before the, the volume i think this is my favorite volume so far yeah uh, i think we got a lot, of, a lot of good stuff there so
0: awesome yes uh, so, yeah, thank you to anyone who listened to us geek out about this volume. In the video description, if you're listening to this on YouTube, uh, you can find links to our Twitter uh, if you want to go follow that. We also have an, an open Discord server uh, for umami, umami Manga where we can, you know, you can meet other uh, weebs and geek out about manga and anime and whatever. Uh, you can also find a link to James's other youtube channel called intensity where he covers n- video game topics a lot of nintendo stuffs, and uh streams and you can find my youtube and soundcloud where i go under the name leon morris where i share all of the music that i compose thanks again for listening and we'll see you all next time where we'll talk about volume nine bye bye goodbye <laughs>